my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Dick. Today, I have a very special guest. They're always special. Shant Tatarjan. And I'm really screwing up that last name. How is that pronounced? It's Armenian. Uh, it's Tatanjan. Tatanjan. So we are here in Hollywood, California, which is, you know, we've been, I've been here for about a week and a half. And uh, as I'm looking at this uh, fine experience here in uh, L.A., it's not been as warm as I'd like it to be. What What is going on with the weather here? It's beautiful. You just got lucky today. It's beautiful, isn't well, it? Well, today is beautiful. We're like a couple days ago. So we are sharing a microphone because I didn't want to bring all my equipment with me, but that's that's okay. So it works. It does work. So let me ask you a question: What is going on with the weather here in Los Angeles in Hollywood, California? It's hot as balls, isn't it? I mean, comparatively to New York, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty warm. Mm-hmm. So as we shorts and a sweatshirt, it's like the perfect combo because you have to like, you could still walk around. You have like shorts on, you, your balls could breathe, and you could still like your upper body stays warm with a sweatshirt. We we love it when our balls can breathe. So Shant, you are going to be in the great state of CT Connecticut. Yes, we're going to be in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, to uh, shoot Legendary, the first of its kind. Um, Which is not a porno. It's not a porno. It's far from a porno. It's it's basically going to be the world of competitive voguing. Um, it's going to be a shiny floor dance show. But in the world of voguing, it's going to feature people in different houses. It's going to have a star-studded judge panel. And it's going to be great. What so okay so for the folks back home and and Sean the folks back home are in the great state of Indiana and they might have seen a show called Pose because we talk with accents over there so what po, was the was this um, inspired by Pose? It was not. Um, in fact, it was. Um, I had seen Paris is Burning in film school um, and. I knew about the world, and I had recently <clears throat> been to an actual. I stumbled onto a an actual ball in New York City, maybe five years ago. Um, I was taken to this place where it was um, basically an underground ball scene that started at three a.m. and I just stayed there. I was stoned. I was by myself. It was like a solo adventure, and I stayed and i made friends with this one um i don't know is midget appropriate no no little people we we don't use the word midget but let me ask you so let's just talk about weed and and california so i walked into one of those dispensaries just because i can right and i asked the woman if i could hold and take a picture with one of her pot plants Oh, it's a whole new world here. It's like, welcome to Amsterdam. 
New Amsterdam should be LA. Like, I mean, that's it's wonderful. I mean, you can just go in to any of those little dispensaries, and we have somebody walking in. You can just walk into one of those little dispensaries, right? And just at, say, I would like to buy a marijuana. Do you call it a marijuana cigarette? <laughs> no, we call it a joint. So they still call it a joint. Yeah. Or pre-roll. Pre-roll is the more popular name. See, I don't know all the lingo for the marijuana cigarettes. The, I would call it a marijuana cigarette. I'm not a smoker of the cannabis. It just makes me too paranoid, right? So anyways, you can just walk into all these little shops, but that's not why we're here today. We are here to talk about the show. And the show that you're producing, you're, what, what is your role on the show? Um, I am the co-creator and the executive producer. So I came up with the concept and I partnered with an amazing production company named Scout Productions, who is also the production company for Queer Eye, um, and for the first Queer Eye and the second Queer Eye. Um, but yeah, that's how it came to where it is now. So, again, this is not a porno, folks. He is not going to shoot a porno. He is directing. So where where will this be? Where where will we see this? Is there, like, a, a place where we're going to yeah. see this? It will air on a brand-new platform called HBO Max. It's basically going to be <clears throat> a competitor to amazon to netflix and it's launching in april of 2020 we will be the first reality show unscripted show on that network so what is the difference between a scripted versus a non-scripted like the hills was that a scripted or non-scripted the hills was probably scripted Housewives of Beverly Hills, scripted, unscripted. Partially scripted. Like, they're like, this is what's going to happen. Just play it out. Like, yeah, this is like a dance show. So it's very unscripted. I mean, we're just going to have people dancing in different houses. And it's going to be very unique, very different in its realm because it's going to be a lot of transgender. We have one house that's complete trans. Um, The whole house is built up of a trans group and a lot of them are amazing spokespeople but they're also extremely talented dancers and the the dancing plus the the costume and the fashion is going to be something that's probably never been done that quickly on television that where the audience is going to be able to see it so it's going to be cool can i tell you about the first dance competition i won so i was sitting right, in the seventh grade. Her name was Brooke. She was my dance partner. And we went, it was a Halloween dance party extravaganza. And we came up with what would have been known as Vogue before we knew what Vogue was. And we won a prize. I can't remember. It's the only time that I felt like a real winner in life. That's amazing. You should definitely come and check it out and come see watch the show being taped i feel like i could be on the show yeah you could i mean you live in new york you could just go to a few of these balls and walk what you would be called as a 007 like someone that doesn't belong to any house the house of richard the house of dick the house of dick yeah you could be the house of dick 007 dick 
that I need to create. You, you can coin that double of seven dick. I'd be dancing in the parties in the house. I'd be my own. I'd be like in the house of Angeli- Evangelista on Pose. She had to start her own. She put a home together for the kids. But there's something. Do you? So I guess the question is: Is the legendary right? This is the name of the show. So this. So it's going to be coming out. You're going to Connecticut in a couple months to shoot it. In, in two weeks. In two weeks up in, can we disclose the place? No, let's, it's going to basically be shot in New York. Okay. So it is shot in New York, but you were going to be staying in Connecticut. Connecticut. And, and it's real pretty up there. It's cold right now. But it's really pretty. What do you recommend I take? Do I need to buy, buy long underwear? What What's going to give me... I've never lived on the East Coast in the winter. Like, tell me, you, you, where are you from, Dick? So, here's what we are, right? Have you... Let me just... We need to do a little assessment. Have you been to New York? Have you been, like, stayed in New York for a period of time or oh, just yeah. went there to Times Square where all those jerks no, hang out? I've been there many times for, like, three, four days, seven days, some longest I was there was like a week. But it's like, okay, Boston cold is colder than New York cold. But Connecticut cold, I heard, is really balls cold. So first, you want to get some long johns. Some checklist long johns. Because I'm all I want to do is eat, right? Well, there's a lot of walking in the city. You can go take a walk. But so you need you need some long johns. What else do you need? A, a couple layers of clothing. One big jacket, maybe snow boots. I don't own a pair of snow boots. Perfect. So if you've been living in New York long enough with no snow boots. I'm fine. Sure, and I feel like we're gonna start getting a lot of weather, right? Yeah, yeah. Weather's gonna get crazy. But yeah, more about the show. It's gonna be awesome. We have a lot of really cool people involved in it um i think it's gonna be really cool to see these people's backstories and yeah hopefully it'll be the next big thing i am so excited for this i may take a little trip up i mean you could just put me on the show and uh i we could get some stuff together and we could uh we could make, uh, we have some passer buyers coming through and they've been making noise, but that's, you know, that's perfectly okay. So, well, you know, I could show up on the show. I could be a contestant on the show. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you should. I feel like you should go to a few balls, learn a few steps, walk 007, and you never know. By the time you leave the fucking show someone's gonna snatch you up and take you and bring you to their house it's all real i you know we do it improv you know this is an unscripted podcast so we cannot control for the sirens or the mariachi music we cannot control and we need you know i do perform in the in the city Mm -hmm. um rockwood music hall rockwood music hall and so, you know, it's a whole new world. And I'm wondering if dancing could be my backup, you know, therapy, being a therapist. 
that's we I'm a sexual health therapist. See. Yes. That's what I do. I help I'm the penis whisperer. So if your penis is not performing, I'm a sex therapist. What do you mean if your Okay. So guys who have erectile dysfunction can't stay hard or can't maintain an erection then people who what's called rapid ejaculation so they ejaculate very quickly fast we don't you know you know what i've learned with that is you have if you have like a big date and like a big sex date it always helps to jack off before and then that just keeps you going for the best for the second round. That's my advice, if you want. You know, that's really true. Lots of guys will say that. They're like, to prepare for the date, I masturbate before. So what? you're queer. You identify as gay. Yeah, queer, yeah. And and so you've lived in this wonderful, I you know, even though it's been in the 50s and 60s, it's still much better than the weather in New York. I realize being in new, like in this place called Los Angeles, you know, it's kind of amazing. And it's it's become like this part of LA has become like mini New York. It's like everything's walkable. You could go get anything you want. It's, we have an amazing gallery scene now. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, this is what some, a friend of mine from New York was here. And there's like, there's like, and we were out here at night and we were walking around by my house and he's like, wow, it's grimy here. What New York used to be like, like I miss being seeing grime and like people living on like, it's a lot. The homeless problem is a lot, but it's still really fun to live here now. I wanted to go to Compton, but they wouldn't take me there. It's I, you have Compton down the street. Like I'll take you to a corner that's like Compton, but like it's you know what's aggressive is the fucking mission in San Francisco. Oh, they have a huge population. Oh, Charlie just ran. There's this cute cat, Mancoon, just ran. I mean, he's the, you know, we just, this is a low budget operation here. Yeah. I mean, it's low budget, but it's a beautiful room. You know, we're in a great space. Beautiful day. Look how nice it is outside. So have you ever danced? Like, I feel like if you're going to produce the show, you need to be... Oh, maybe there is a man. I am not a dancer. I've never been a dancer, but I'm one that appreciates dance. So I came up with this concept because I love watching dance. And to me, voguing is... It's sexy dancing. It's fun dancing to watch. It's like... It's not only the dancing. It's dancing paired up with the attitude and the fashion and all of that is so nice. It's... It's this whole new world. I feel like I need to to do a little dance. Like if I did, a, I feel like this is my backup. I feel like I'm going to come on that show and I'm going to be fabulous for the camera and they are just, I'm going to win because I don't know what I'm well, doing. The season's already casted. Maybe we could come in for the second. You have you have a while until we do, do the big casting for the second season. I mean... I feel like we have people that vogue from all over the world. We have a we have such a cast. We have one from Italy. We have one from 
the Dominican Republic, one from all over the world. So yeah, we we definitely would love to have you. Look at your Bjork screensaver there. Yes, I'm a huge Bjork fan. But what I'm saying is, I feel like America would love me. Like, they would bring me into their home, and I would be just they i feel like there would be a lot of love and i just i mean you know again i would just do i would create my own choreographies but i feel like it's like there's so st- much content you could watch and yeah you would get inspired you just it's not about madonna vogue it's that vogue is everything there's everything from the hardest thing is like death drop which is like completely i think is crazy when people do it i think it's like you you, you cause so much damage to yourself or there's the duck walk, which is one that's fun that you could try, you know? I think you should do the duck walk. Oh, like the... Yeah, I think I... Can I tell you about when I was in high school and there was this, this you know, I lived in a little town of Kokomo. And Kokomo? Kokomo, Kokomo Indiana. Like down in Kokomo. No, we don't do the song. We don't... But I'm going to tell you the story. So I was sitting and I tried out for this show choir pizzazz and you know what they didn't want me and I wish I may go on that show next season and you know what they will and I will tag those high school bitches that were up and and say what are you doing with your dancing and your outfits now you should just go show to show you should if it doesn't work out on our show you should go to like the next show and just try to pick up the talents. You're very talented. I want to know how many. Tell me about how many patients you've helped and what the what like. Oh, so you want to know about what I do? Yeah. Do you, do you do you help females or no? Just male clients. Yeah. So I'm trained, right? So I am. Um, my background is social work, right? And um, I'm licensed in the state of New York to so practice. Well, I can't afford. No, I mean, uh, yes, in a way, but m- the majority of you guys out here have marriage and family therapists. Like, I guess that's really big for you guys. Um, yeah, it's like huge in the state of California. But in addition to the majority of therapists out in New York are licensed clinical social workers. Okay. okay. And then what specifically, when did, how long have you been a dick therapist? So I started, um, I went through a training program. The Modern Sex Therapy Institutes, who is not a sponsor of this this podcast. But, you know, just um, that you have to go through specific training. You have supervision hours, so you're getting supervised by somebody who is helping you to help people, right? The majority of it I see are guys that are in their 20s, their 30s, mm-hmm. that come in and their penis stops working. And just just one day, they just find themselves in a situation. Were they tops that later become bottoms? I mean, you know, that's the that's the joy of versatility, right? There's you can be a be a big bottom one day and decide to be a big top the next day. If it doesn't work, you have no other choice but to be a big bottom. 
Well, most of the time, it's psychological. Hi, Charlie. I'm going to give you a little pat. You're right there. You're beautiful, right? I think I've made a connection with with Charlie there. Um, but no, I. Uh, this is what I do. I'm a sex therapist. I also do hypnotherapy. Oh, you know, I just quit smoking from hypnotherapy over this course that I did online. Um, his name is... He is not a sponsor of our show. And so you did, hypno, you quit smoking through hypnotherapy? His name is, it's called The Method. It's called The Method, and it's the, the Carrie Gaynor Method. And it helps to quit smoking. Quit smoking. I have been smoke-free. Let me look on my app here, since we're talking about it, and I'm so proud of it. Smoke-free meaning I haven't bought my own sink pack. So you still sneak them? Borrow. Sneaking. But that's okay. It's a process. It's been three months, 22 days, and six hours. And I've saved $1,246.66. Jeez, how much are you smoking a day? A pack a day? A pack a day. A pack a day. Now I'm not... And my cravings are down, and I got off the patch, so I'm not obsessed with nicotine anymore. It's hard. Quitting smoking is hard. But it's a leading cause of impotence. Is it? Yeah, your penis will not work if you... Like, it can cause impotence. Really? hmm I have noticed I'm hornier more uh, now that I don't smoke. More horny? More horny. Well, that's good. So what is Dayton like here in Los Angeles and Hollywood? Aggressive. And what do you mean by aggressive? It could be aggressive. Explain it to me. Um, It's to your liking. You could pick a slow pace. You could pick a fast pace. You could pick a slut phase. You could pick a prude phase you could pick (laughs) just about anything so what is it like being armenian being armenian and queer um the one bitch part about it is the fact that you have so much fucking hair (laughs) it's just hard to maintain but um i don't know i guess being exposed to good food um funny people that have like funny traditions I don't know what else to say about Armenia. Being Armenian is fucking cool. So, like, I don't know. You know, I sent a little thank you to Adam Schiff the other day, the head of the Democratic. You know, I said thank you, Adam, for representing the folks of Glendale. If they didn't love you now, the Armenians love you more. Now they're fucking loving Adam Schiff. No, it's great. It's just nice to be in, like, somewhat close to Armenia, little Armenia, and being able to eat at the food, the places, and I don't know. But it's nice. Like uh, Kimmy K, Kardashian, right? Up at the carousel. Kim K on our show, to be honest. You you should get Kim K. Girl, if I had Kim K up on my show, she could, we would just have a whole, like, that would be a three segments. What would you, what would, what would be the, if you could ask, if there's, 
Oh, three people dead or alive that you could have on your show. Mm. Mm. So Bjork, that would be one. What if she doesn't talk and she just like sits there and flaps wings at you? Well, Chris met her at the museum at the, I think it was the MoMA. And she, she was like very standoffish. Tori Amos except she can't be talking about butterflies and pixies. And, you know, she has a new memoir coming out. Um, who else would I do? The guy from Rye, R-H-Y-E. Love him. The band, Rye. I don't know. Who else would I... Maybe I would have a... But, you know, no offense, Kimmy K. But I would want to have Chloe on the show. Chloe instead of Gandhi? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know. So maybe RGB? Like I would have RGB up on the show. I mean, there's like a slew, like th- this is on the spot. I'm the one being interviewed now. No, just give me three people dead or alive that you'd love to have on the show. RGB. Okay. I would definitely want her just to get her take on. She's kind of a badass. Tori Amos, because I have an obsession with her since I was a kid. I don't know what she's doing right now. Do you ever stop and think what Tori Amos is doing right right now? She's, like, trying to conjure up some, like, pixie dust out of her. Like, No, I think she's just a retired woman that, like, says... She lives in, like, Hollywood, like, above Franklin? Where does she live? She lives in England. Oh, but she, is she British? No, but you know when those people go to like England and they start to have an English accent, like it's really weird. It's really weird. We can we're gonna call bullshit on those, right? I'm calling bullshit on her accent. You know, I don't know. So you're gonna. When does this show come out? It will be on HBO Max April 2020. And look out for HBO Max. They're going to start announcing it um, sometime in January. Um, we do have a host, but I'm sure by the time this comes out, we will say who it is. It's uh, Her name is Jamila Jamil, and she's our host. So excited. So let me ask you a question. So you work in the film industry. Do you work with scripts, like books? Do you take them into scripts? Both. That's what I was, my background is in development, in, in TV development. I worked at HBO Films. I've worked at um, who, Lionsgate. I've worked at a lot of different studios. But yeah, I've done that. This is not like that. This is more like a TV show. So I have a book that's in the Library of Congress. It's called Afternoon at Bergdorf's. Totally have all the characters set out. Meryl Streep would play. It's kind of like um, a, a mix between American Psycho and um, what is that? Oh, Sunset Boulevard. So Meryl Streep would play the main character. It's an interesting story, but it's going to continue. Get it to Meryl Streep. I know. She would be, I would be like, this is, I know. She lives here. You know who I saw the other day is the girl who plays Russian Doll, like right on the corner. I know. It's really weird here. You know, when we're living in New York, Chris will always spot them. 
I did see Anna Wintour once. She was walking, you know, down the street. Really? Like, really? I've seen, I just saw Jack Galifianakis. It's amazing. Oh, Charlie. I'm going to come over here and give Charlie a pet. I'm going to give him a little pet. Oh, no, he doesn't. You tricked me. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to. So, Shant. It was so great having you on the show. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to like tell everyone about your show. I know. It's going to, you know, it's going to grow one day. You know who I did reach out to? AOC, the senator. And I sent, so if she's listening, right, I sent her a message. was like, girl, you're up in the Bronx because that's where she's from. I said, you need to be on the show. I don't know. Well, there's people from all over the world. There's people in Malaysia, Taiwan. I have, and the U.S. is my primary. So Malaysia, they're going to hear about Legendary. That's amazing. Yeah, we have people in the, I have a lot in the U.K. They're, they're like the U.K.'s pop and majority United States. And then who else? Do, I mean, it's like, you know, Saudi Arabia. So thank you for all my lovely lovers out there. I'm still looking for a sex phone operator. That's who I want on the show. A sex worker, I'd like to interview a sex worker. I would like to, I mean, it's just real hard. Like, this is like, you're trying to keep this up. So for the folks back home, I'm real sorry that we didn't have an episode for a couple weeks. I've just been trying to disconnect. So I've not been checking my email. I had to get, so this new thing that AT&T does, like I have two numbers going to the same phone. This says business and personal. So, all right, guys, I, you know, we are just so, it's just, we have like a woman, we have somebody with cancer. I interviewed somebody with cancer, this lesbian mom who's supposed to come on, but I'm going to put the LA episodes. I'm interviewing somebody, um, I think later on today. I mean, it's just, we are just moving, rocking and rolling. Hopefully, I will get a sponsor for the show. And then all of a sudden, when we get a sponsor, we are going to move towards having, you know, a real music. Licensed music. Yes. We can get some, you know. So, anyhow. All right, Shant. Thank you for having me. And I'm so excited. So you all in April, you check out Legendary on what is the show? Yo Max, and it's called Legendary, and it will be the first reality dance show on HBO Max's platform. But yeah, you will have it if you have HBO now. Um, Which I do. Perfect. So can I tell you a funny story? When I was like six, do you remember Star Search? Of course, yeah. So I used to tell people, because I have four siblings, that we were going on Star Search. But we were like dirt poor living in Redlands, California. You lived in California. Yeah, when I was a little when I was a little kid. But I told everybody I was going on Star Search, which was a big lie. But I was like six then, six, seven, eight, but it was amazing. So all right, you guys. Again, thank you to all the listeners out there. Please continue to tune in. We've been doing this with one mic up.
in this beautiful house with Charlie, people walking through. I'm so excited. So, all right, folks, until next time, take care of yourself. And, you know, as we go into this new year, make some resolutions and try to break them. So, all right. Well, again, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you've been listening to Talk Sex with Tech.